Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. A lot of you all have probably heard me talk about how my mom is from South Louisiana, and that means I have a great love for Cajun food. Now I'm happy to partake in jambalaya, gumbo, crab boils, and etouffee anytime anybody wants to invite me. However, when you live in Texas and you love Cajun food, you learn to be a little bit careful. Because you see, the trick to good South Louisiana cuisine is the seasoning. And when it's done well, the food is amazing. However, it's quite often that my Texan friends under-season the food, and it's pretty bland. Or there are a lot of people that think emptying their bottle of red pepper into the gumbo will make it Cajun. Friends, that's just not true. The seasoning that goes into good South Louisiana-style food needs to be just the right flavors in just the right amounts. So I don't know if this conversation is making you hungry. It is me. Now, as I reflected on today's gospel, I kept coming back to the first line of Jesus that we heard. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Now, that's a line of scripture it's easy to fly past, but I'd like to reflect on it today. I'd like to consider our role as salt of the earth in three parts. First, what does it mean to be salt? Second, can salt really lose its taste? And third, what can something as simple as salt accomplish? So first of all, what does it mean to be salt? As we think of our dietary habits, we all know that salt is never the main course. No one would sit with a bowl of salt and a spoon and just start eating. In fact, the idea makes you cringe a little bit. Instead, salt is used to enhance and bring out the flavors that are already there. I think about a a bowl of soup that tastes pretty bland, and then you add a little salt, and boom, all the flavor just explodes. In the same way, if we are salt of the earth, as Jesus said to his disciples, We have to realize we are never the main course. The point of our lives is not a constant self-interest. We're given life and put on this planet as part of a community of humanity. We're definitely called by our God to personal sanctification. However, we're also called to bring sanctification to others. We bring seasoning to others that makes the combination explode in charity and the goodness of God's presence. 
We need to give ourselves to others in some way. We hear about this double impact in our first reading today. Share your bread, shelter the homeless, clothe the naked, and your wound will be healed. Remove oppression, false accusation, and malicious speech. Then your light shall rise for you in the darkness. To be the salt of the earth means we offer ourselves to bring God to others. We don't remain stagnant and store our actions away. And that leads to the second question, can salt lose its taste? I wonder if anybody here has ever experimented with that idea. Have you ever tried some really old salt? And if you have, you notice pretty quickly that old salt really is still salty. So what's Jesus talking about? Now, one possibility is that the word salt meant something less pure than what we have today. What we modern folks eat is sodium chloride. Of course, added in is some sodium iodide to ensure proper thyroid function. Of course. Sodium chloride is a very stable, very stable combination, and it won't lose its taste. In the time of Christ walking the earth, however, Salt was likely a powder that contained some sodium chloride, but also other elements. Now, since sodium chloride is very soluble in water, it's possible that the salt of that time, being exposed to moisture, would wash away the sodium chloride, and a tasteless and useless powder would be left. The comparison for us is then straightforward. If we are to be the salt of the earth, the more pure we are, the more we will season the world with the goodness of Christ. This is an especially important thought as we get closer to Lent. Lent is a time for conversion. That is, we need to remove the impurities of our lives and focus on the purity of our Lord. In the second reading today, that's the message of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Because you see, the city of Corinth back then was a nasty place. It was well known for its moral corruption. So what position does Paul take in meeting with the impurity of the city? He tells us, I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. How do we avoid being the salt that loses its taste? We focus on Jesus Christ and his crucifixion for our sins. It's so simple. So that leads us to our third question. If we're called to be salt that flavors the world by being focused on Jesus Christ, what can something as simple as salt do? When we talk about regular table salt, let's be clear. Salt is powerful. Consider some facts. Eating too much salt can cause you to have high blood pressure and bad health. The salt in ocean water makes it undrinkable. In history, we learned that enemies would spread salt over croplands so that nothing could grow there. There are more positive impacts, too. You've got to have so sodium in your body for your nervous system to function. When you're given an IV, if the fluid in the bag was only water, it would cause catastrophic damage. With some salt added, the fluid becomes the perfect hydrator. So, you people who are the salt of the earth... How well do you season the earth? What works of mercy do you offer like Isaiah called us to do? Now, if we sat here and considered all the places where God's message and mercy need to be shared, 
the list is incredibly intimidating. In fact, let me offer some places where God calls us to act. Care for the elderly. Evangelization in modern communications like websites, social media, and other publications. Priestly formation. Deacon formation. Catholic schools. Serving Catholic youth. Hospital ministry. Supporting immigrants and refugees. Supporting veterans. Prison ministry. Medical clinics for the poor. Retirement Retirement support for priests, ministry to Filipino Catholics, African Catholics, Vietnamese Catholics, Hispanic Catholics, pro-life ministry, college campus ministry. Now, that's a pretty long list. If I asked y'all to go out and say, go do all those things, could you handle that? Even if your heart was formed perfectly, if we could call you the most pure salt of the earth ever, Your ability to address them all is limited because there's only so much salt in your shaker. Together, however, we can accomplish all of that. In fact, the list I just read wasn't a random list of ideas. Every one of those things I listed are functions that the Archdiocese of Galveston-Houston offers. And because the Archdiocese offers them, all of those activities involve us. Now, the video we watched before Mass was to promote donations to the Diocesan Services Fund, or the DSF. We participate in those works of mercy by our own actions and sharing our personal gifts. We also participate with our donations to the DSF. The mention of donations, of course, you hear that often, and it gets a lot of people thinking, the church is always asking for money. And my reply to that is, Yes, it is. Because the church has tons of work to do. That is, we have tons of work to do. And money is needed for that stuff. So should a deacon like me be afraid to ask for money when there's so much work work of God to be done? Absolutely not. And part of my reason for being so motivated is that I have direct personal benefit from the DSF. Some examples of that are... I went through six years of amazing formation as a deacon. Dan Dragone is sitting over there at the end of six years, about to be ordained a deacon. We see the benefits of priestly formation in people like our current visiting seminarian, John Clark. When my mom was in the hospital dying, we were asked to make the decision to remove her life-supporting measures. The Catholic chaplain in the hospital, who was a deacon, was with us every step of the way in making those nearly impossible decisions. And he gave us the most beautiful advice in telling her goodbye. I'm forever grateful for that. On a happier note, I've lost count of the number of times I've visited the beauty of Circle Lake Retreat Center and witnessed God's work firsthand happening right in front of me. Last week, The Catholic Club at Lone Star College became an officially recognized organization thanks to some of our parishioners and also the work of the Archdiocese. Simply being salt means going out and acting and supporting the work of others. Being the salt of the earth can change the world. As I get to the end of this homily reflecting on seasoning, I find myself wishing I had made a nice pot of well-seasoned jambalaya. 
and maybe I'll make some soon. In our faith life, we should all be contributing to the seasoning of the world. In a reflection, related to, in a reflection related to today's reading, St. Louis the Great tells us, let each of the faithful examine his own conscience, seeking out his deepest desires. If he finds the fruits of love within his soul, he will know that God is with him, and he should strive even harder to be worthy of so great a guest, being ever more generous in his works of mercy. So let's make it our challenge this week to follow the advice of St. Leo. Examine your conscience. Do you find the fruits of love in your soul? Does your purity align with Christ? Are you generous in your works and your donations? Brothers and sisters, let's go out and be the salt of the earth. Let's go out and be light to the world. St. Anthony of Padua.